0: Making a list, doing my best, letting go of all of that stress from the hyperbolic holiday who ha
1: Welcome to the Boiled Owl Coffee Club Podcast. The meeting after the meeting where we talk about our experience living sober. We don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. This is only our experience. We have no monopoly on sobriety. If you don't like our approach, that's okay. There's lots of ways to live and lots of ways to live sober. This works for us. I'm Don. Oh, wait, I'm Sam. (laughs) You are Sam. Hi Don. Hi, Sam. That was a that was a cool little ditty you sang
0: there for us. <laughs> well, that's a you know, I feel this great looming shadow coming towards me. It's, it's an
1: owl. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's a, the 2020 holidays. It's the 2020 <laughs> holiday owl. Indeed. Yeah. So I mean, I, I gotta throw out there that I, I offered to Don y'all that we would call this episode the OMG. It's the Holidays 2020 dumpster fire edition. <laughs> that <laughs> and, suits. You know, it kind of works, but uh we're we're going with the hyperbolic holidays. I like well that
0: too. <laughs> I, I listened to the, the OMG holiday special to see if we could just repost that. That's what uh-huh. we did two years ago. It just doesn't fit today's times with COVID going on. I mean, we're talking about everybody getting together, and you know, yeah, so.
1: that's not how it goes right now. People would be that. able to tell that our content wasn't fresh.
0: Yeah, we need fresh content. <laughs> I want to have a different response. My normal response, which
1: is stressed spelled backwards, is desserts. And that means like a gallon of ice cream, right? (laughs) Yeah. Followed (laughs) by maybe half a cake. (laughs) Why not? What kind of alcoholic are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm relieved. You know, I've got to relieve this stress. So I want to have, I thought we'd get together and like come up with a holiday list of
1: how to stay sober. But first, who have we got with us? Hey, we've got uh, Miranda and Brad back with us again. We love having y'all on the show. Y'all say hey. Hey, hoo-hoo. hi.
2: Hello,
1: hello, Hey, y'all. I'm so glad you're back. It's great to see you. Yeah. Thank it you. feels like forever. I mean, it's only been like since Stump the Thumpers, but hey. When
2: was that? That's like true. five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: in in 2020 measure of time, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Miranda, what are some mm-hmm. of the things that you do to stay sober, especially during the holidays?
2: uh regularly or this holiday well oh my
1: god yeah jump in with that yeah
2: well i mean i was uh, lord usually you know my my big thing is finding new ways to celebrate of course newly sober and you know staying in touch with people and don't take it all so seriously um
1: that one's a big one yeah
2: yeah i mean and especially this year you know kind of just you know we're not We're not seeing anybody for any of it. And I was thinking, well, this is going to be a new way to celebrate Christmas. And I'm like, I've already done that. Like like I've already had to figure out new ways to celebrate holidays. So this is just going to be another new way to figure out how do you celebrate a holiday safely from a pandemic? Whereas before celebrating a holiday safely meant from alcoholism and, you know, maintaining my sobriety, my serenity. So It's surrounding myself with, you know, supportive and sober people. I want to say, you know, say keep connected, which is whatever it looks like these days, whether it's on Zoom or on the phone or six feet apart with your mask on or you know waving from a TikTok. TikTok. Making TikTok videos so all my friends know that I'm okay and keeping up with all my dance moves and my hair and stuff. But, um, Don't know, forget
1: how to apply makeup.
2: How to apply makeup. I haven't done that in months. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what makeup? <laughs> but, you know, this year just really making sure that I'm I'm staying connected and not isolating so easy to do right now. Yeah, um, and it's so easy to get burnout on technology.
1: Burnout on technology can really get you. Well, yeah. that's Go a ahead. problem because I mean yeah. that's
0: all we got to stay connected.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you have to do it in work, I mean I understand that to be a problem. But now I know that you we're recording this real quick before Thanksgiving comes up, and then after that, you know already the Christmas
1: stuff has started um and kwanzaa and hanukkah and new year's and let's all, all the other holidays that yeah, i can't rattle off the top of my head there's and, lots yeah and
0: all but, have expectations and such so you have a daughter how old is your daughter she's sick. Oh, six not
2: 16. <laughs> <laughs> so talk
0: what does she say about thanksgiving tell us that story <laughs>
2: Oh, this is
1: going to be good. Okay, this better be good.
2: So the other day, you know, my stepfather had a stroke about a month ago after some surgery. And, um, but he's doing well. He's back at home. But it's become very apparent to us that even staying away from other people. It's just not safe for us to have any type of Thanksgiving outside of our own kitchen, you know, with the three of us and the two dogs. And so I told her that the other day, I was like, you know, honey, we're just going to have to do Thanksgiving, just the three of us this year. And we just can't chance being around other people. And she, she just quietly just kind of pauses and she puts her hand down on the bed and she goes, well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> An and, adult uh, response. Like a while later, that I was like, "Oh my god, um, who's my favorite? Uh, who's my favorite, Leslie? Oh my god, whale she it. And I'm like, "Leslie oh, Jordan, wow.
1: Leslie Jordan, yeah."
2: Leslie Jordan, I'm raising Leslie Jordan, which I couldn't be prouder of. Um, but she, <laughs> I love Leslie Jordan, but yeah, I mean, this is this is new for all of us. It's just so weird, and and it's but it is what it is, and I'm you know. The thing is, is that it's imperative for our health and the health of other people around us to make a hard decision. And when I got sober, it was imperative for my own sobriety and serenity to make decisions to not be around certain people, places and things during the holidays. Yeah.
1: Interesting point. Yeah.
2: You know, so that's just, I'm not saying this because I'm really excited that I only have to wear my robe on Thanksgiving and I don't have to share my mashed potatoes. That's a silver lining.
3: <laughs> you know, and
2: that's been one of the things, is to find the silver lining in all this this year. You know, find new ways to to celebrate safely and so soberly. soberly. new word.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Brad? So um, I think
3: that I mean the core of what's happening this year is it's really difficult. Like we're just not going to be able to see our families as much, which I think is actually perfect for us alcoholics good and, bad. We and our family. Are you kidding me? We're the black sheeps. We come and fight with our families at the holiday. Maybe it's just me. I don't know, but I'm
2: like, <laughs> yes, silver lining. <laughs> silver lining right
3: there. So it's yeah. perfect
1: for both the, uh, the sober and the drunk alcoholics.
2: Exactly. Yes.
3: <laughs> no, seriously though. But I was thinking about that. And I think what Miranda said about staying connected, I think is critical. I mean, throughout whatever, Um, challenges that we're going through and especially through the holidays when we can isolate and tend to feel alone. So I thought maybe instead of Elf on a Shelf, we needed to have like a sponsor on a
1: Monster. help me help me, help me find sponsor another, on right? the I, monster that's a sponsor on the, on the monitor monster, it doesn't right? quite roll off the tongue yeah, the sponsor yeah. on the monitor
3: yeah <laughs>
0: sam
1: i
3: love that i'm picturing like a holiday you know eating with my husband and having my sponsor literally on a tv screen yes. he's, like, he's like checking in like hey he's are you zooming you know? in on you <laughs> are you taking his inventory right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do that's you think deal, that's man. wise?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> to thy own the self, monitor. be true. Be true. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like back to the future whenever it just pops in on the tv and you're like ah you know just- <laughs> yes, <laughs> Gosh, yes
1: can you imagine really.
2: when the day comes our sponsor can just pop up on the tv out of nowhere. know i just- think it's oh, here girl, it's coming Very. if it's
1: not here it's coming but
2: then also
3: <laughs> this this is funny to us right but then imagine us being the sponsor on the monitor that's watching our sponsees during the holiday Oh okay goodness. that's terrifying oh,
1: Oh no, that's, that's just fun. sitting there eating popcorn and enjoying the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, okay, well, I no learned from
1: Al Anon, do I don't have to like jump in on that shit. I can just enjoy the show. Okay.
0: Yeah, I when was gonna, gonna, gonna say to you could into... just like be watching your sponsee and make little comments like, go ahead, walk into the blades of the propeller of the airplane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm thinking right? the Willy Wonka. Stop. Don't <laughs> stop, don't that. <stop.
3: laughs> Uh,
0: (laughs) Any other ideas, Brad?
3: Yeah, so I was thinking um, one thing that you said, I think is a blessing and a curse, which is technology. Because technology can help keep us connected. It can also help us feel disconnected sometimes during the holidays. So I can go down a hole of whatever, TikTok, YouTube videos, binge watching shows on Netflix. I can feel very alone and disconnected. But then I can also use technology to feel connected, right? So I can pick up the phone, I can text my sponsor. I can stay connected with people on Zoom through meetings. Um, So I think some of those tools are important as tools of recovery. I also was thinking about just the tools of recovery being more important right now. Meetings, literature, steps, like all those tools are just even more important now during the holidays. Um, And sometimes like Thanksgiving or Christmas, some AA houses have Alcathons. I don't know if there's happening virtually or anything like that. But I found those to be big stress relievers of just knowing, OK, Thanksgiving Day, 8 p.m. or Christmas Day, 2 p.m., I'm going to jump into this meeting and be with my people.
0: Yeah, make an appointment with yourself Yeah, to go to a meeting later in the day. That's a great idea. And they're definitely going on all over the, the place. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and they'll be
1: able to easily find Zoom meetings that you can connect to.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What about you, Sam? You know, I mean, a, a lot of practical advice has been given here already. Um, something that has hit me though, just sitting here in this moment with y'all. I'm not awesome about reaching out to people and having the the conversations. I mean, I call my sponsor every day because I committed to doing that. I've had video calls with friends. But one of the things that I have not done since before we moved to to Palm Springs, the, uh, the Saturday morning men's meeting, Don, you and I, we had coffee. That was the honest for starting this, uh, th- this podcast. Um, and several friends would join us. And after one of those Saturday morning men's Zoom meetings, we and, and a handful of those guys, um, we all had another little Zoom coffee. Other than our, our recording Stump the Thumpers and now this, I have not had a conversation, a little coffee clutch, a little visit with friends, plural. Um, over Zoom. You know, I've done it locally outside having coffee at a, at a, a good physical distance and things like that, but that doesn't happen frequently. It happened yesterday, it was glorious. Um, but I have already been so lifted just in this 24 minutes that we've been connected on Zoom right now. Um, I think that that's something that I'm going to add to my toolkit is that I need to schedule. Uh, or arrange with friends more than one friend, a little video phone call, a little Zoom session in recovery. That's great, too. It doesn't have to be a meeting. I guess that's the point I'm making. So much of what I continue to hear is, you know, go to meetings, go to meetings. And yes, they're important. But one of the biggest things that I need is hanging out with my friends. The fellowship before and after the meeting is one of my favorite things. And I have not had that.
3: Mm -hmm. I think that's a great point because we don't talk or hear about virtual fellowship or Zoom fellowship. You talk about Zoom meetings, you don't talk about Zoom fellowship.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it really does work. I mean, I'm reading with two sponsees and with my sponsor once a week, all separate meetings. And we'll do them on Zoom, but we're also doing them face-to-face on the porch, though now it's getting cold here. But well, we might still put on an overcoat and, you know, sit around. I, I got one of those uh, gas powered fire pits that we could sit around outside and maybe, because I tell you what, being isolated, the, it, nothing makes a difference like sitting with someone and talking to them for an hour, just for an hour is like it totally changes my day. So that is a really important thing to do. I think I like the idea of scheduling building in time where you're going to schedule to get together with other people on zoom. Yeah. And recovery. for me, it,
1: it I need, I need to make that bigger. I need to make it more of the, the three and four friends um, uh-huh. on the screen rather than, because I mean, I love FaceTime. I, I love one-on-one conversations. I get a lot from those, mm-hmm. but all the fun that we get to have, the cackling that happens yeah. and all that, yeah. that really kicks up whenever there's more of us yeah it's cackling by yourself is not i do it
0: a lot that's that's okay right
2: anymore since they upped my medication though so i'm oh okay
0: you know i I knew i was getting better when i got sober i've been sober about a month and i started cackling to myself in the shower
1: you know i'd given up Carolyn was cackling at you in the shower too but hey (laughs) I shouldn't Stop. say that. I'm I hate sorry. to tell you, but your
3: sponsor on the monitor was also cackling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your sponsor on the monitor.
2: <laughs> it was hidden. It was a hidden monitor. <laughs> okay. The when theater. we,
0: when we first get sober, <laughs> the idea of being able to get through holidays, not drinking just seemed impossible. And Mm
3: -hmm.
0: a lot of the advice was like, you can, you can still do anything that you did before. Well, my sponsor told me you can go to this party, but be sure you have a way to leave, take your own car so you can go and you can get out and stay for only as amount of time that you're comfortable. And it's perfectly okay to leave. And it's also perfectly okay to say no and Mm -hmm. not participate in the party one of the things that happens with the holidays is expectations to participate. And now we've got this e- extra thing of uh, COVID on top. Is it okay to say no?
2: Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Totally.
1: <laughs> this is the view now, y'all. So jump in. Well,
3: yeah. I, I have something that I learned early on. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you said, sorry, Joy Behar here. Very excited to be here. I can't do her accent. I don't know why I'm Joy. But anyway, um, Early on in recovery, I had two different ways that I, when people offered me a drink or said, Hey, do you want some rum and eggnog? Do you want some wine? Whatever. There were two different approaches I had. One was, I don't drink anymore. And the second one was, I'm not drinking today. And I will tell you the world of difference it made. Because when I early in recovery, when I said, I'm not drinking, I don't drink anymore, it was, Oh my God, what's wrong? What happened? Uh What's going on with you? Why not? You used to drink moderately with me all the time. But when I switched it and when I said, I'm not drinking today, it was so much easier to process because they didn't know whether I was on medication, whether I was driving, whether I was this, I was that, I was pregnant. I wasn't pregnant, but
1: (laughs) I'm not touching it. I'm leaving it alone.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it gave me that freedom to just say, I'm not drinking today and to not have to explain myself.
1: Yeah. That's great. I love that distinction there.
0: One of the biggest things for me was letting go of expectations.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: With the holidays, all these expectations come. I do it to myself. And a couple years ago I did it and just had a horrible Christmas day because I had all these expectations of how the day should go. I didn't even know I was doing it. Mm -hmm. This was hidden from myself. And I just had a terrible day because of wanting everybody else to behave on a schedule and in a certain way, this is terrible sobriety because we know that we can't expect other people to behave the way we want them to. That's one of the first things we got to learn and accept. Yet there it was, and that at that point, it's 24 years sober, and I did it to myself. So, one of the things I didn't do that year that I'd always done before. So I like that we're talking about staying connected. It was going to meetings. Is I've got to go to meetings and i'm going to do it this year regularly beforehand so that i keep in the front of my mind that i can't control it i have no control over a god darn thing
1: an expectation is a resentment waiting to happen It totally is. When I first quit drinking, it was September 13, 2002. And that was a uh, sobriety date for a very short time. After several starts and false starts and picking up more start chips and all that kind of stuff during that, that, that end of the year period. And I don't know when except that it was the end of the year holidays. I went back out. I stopped going to meetings uh, and, you know, we did the holiday parties and dinners and, and I started drinking again. And, Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't, I didn't give a shit. Is what it boiled down to. I'm like, I can't have fun unless I'm doing all these things with my friends, and I need to be able to drink to do that. I totally turned out to be a lie, but it almost killed me. Uh, wow. And uh, because I mean, I wound up staying out until May of uh, 2003 and trying to commit suicide, and and then finally got sober in uh, June that year. But uh, so then. Uh, in the end of year holidays of 2003, I did things differently. I, uh, I had about six months under my belt. I was going with my grandmother to New Mexico from North Carolina to spend the uh, New Year's with family um, and heavy drinking family. And I went online online novel concept in 2003 to find AA meetings in this tiny little town of Berlin, New Mexico, and found an AA meeting there. And I made arrangements for me to have a car when I got there. And I was able to go to meetings at that place. And that was one of the biggest things that I did was I planned what I was going to do. And I took it, it it was, it was important. I guess that's a simple thing. It wasn't important to me in Mm -hmm. 2002. And in 2003, it had become important to me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So can you now have fun sober? I do. I have like crazy fun sober. Oh, heck yes, you do. Oh my God. I, (laughs) I trust me. There have been times that I have been out with friends that we have had restaurant management approach us mm-hmm. because they thought that we were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we, I have fun. <laughs> That's
2: great. Your idea of fun just has to change. I mean, it's just what was fun before my, you know, is not going to be fun the same. I mean, I've had one of my Facebook memories pop up the other day of a friend's birthday and there was a group of us also were out at it, uh, getting sushi at like all you can eat sushi. And you could just see like one of us had like the chopsticks hanging out of her nose. I mean, we were having a grand old time, you know, Are you so saying you turned
1: 12 again? That's awesome. Me. <laughs> 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 I put it
2: at the table? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's my concept of what's fun has changed. One of the things I've been doing to try to communicate in different ways because I am on my computer all day and then you zoom, and then you this, and you that. And I luckily have friends all over the country And so I've started writing letters. (laughs) Like I actually just, it was an excuse to buy stationery on Amazon, but I got
0: like
2: (laughs) Really nice
0: stationery.
2: Yeah. And so I'm like writing letters to people in California and in Vermont and, you know, and they send letters back and it's, it's cool. Like it takes, it's just something different, you know, and there's, Mm -hmm. there's a communication that it happens when you're writing letters that it's just, I don't know. That's just something that I've been able to do to get away from the consistent technology. Cause we do, you know, we have ours, well, we haven't a lot. Cause you, you know, we were having this Sunday morning coffee with, you know, my two best, well, actually my best friend and my sponsor and my sponsee and you know, that just kind of falls to the wayside. Cause when this all started, we were all like, hurrah, you know, we're all going online and we're all going on zoom and we're all going to do this. And then my God, like four months in, it's like, I'm, I'm so burned out on technology. I don't even watch TV anymore. I just, I just want to read a book, you know? So yeah. someone's finding ways around that too right now. And there are.
3: Yeah. You know? I was going to say it. that the definition of fun evolving, I think is very meaningful too, because what used to seem fun to me during the holidays, like coming home to Michigan getting smashed on wine coolers with my young cousins and then like sneaking out to smoke, sneaking back in, not smelling like cigarettes That was not fun. Like, that doesn't seem fun anymore. And then also, like, when I used to come home for the holidays, I used to want to get back to wherever I was so that I could keep using and drinking the way I used to. That I thought that was fun. Like, my last year using, I flew out of Michigan the day after Christmas to get back for New Year's because I needed to be using crystal meth and alcohol. That is not fun to me. And I thought that was fun. And so like today, what's fun is like watching my six-year-old godson open a present, spending yeah. time with my partner, or, like driving around to see Christmas lights. It sounds really cheesy and stupid, I but that. I do think that the definition of fun just keeps evolving. And it's like, what's meaningful keeps evolving through the program.
0: Those last two that you mentioned are getting out of myself and paying attention to someone else. Mm-hmm. And, th- and yeah. then that's where mm-hmm. the fun is. Watching the little kid open presence, being with your partner. For me, fo- focusing on my wife and caring about how she's feeling, what she's up to. Mm-hmm.
2: And being I have present. To, I can totally feel that. Being you know, present. Just wanting to get out of where you're at to get, I mean, me too. like the, being around with my grandmother and, and all this stuff. Like I'd go be there and I would just be like this the whole time. Like, yeah,
1: look oh at yeah, I was watch. waiting for it to be over. Yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've got to get yeah. back, back home. I've go. got things to do.
2: And you miss yeah. everything in that quest just to get out. Oh. I got to
1: throw out another thing though, and, and it's that uh, it it's not just connecting with others that is important to me. One of the things that I find that I have done so easily is, you know, I live in a, in it, it, they call it a resort, but my condo complex, you know, we've got pools and hot tubs and nice little gardens and stuff. It's easy to stay on the property. Yeah. But when I venture out, when I go for a drive or a walk and actually get, out beyond what I see every day, I another thing happens to me. And I, I need to remember that for those technology breaks, those technology breaks are not necessarily me taking a technology break with someone else and, and, and connecting with other people in person. It can also be me connecting with nature with, you know, just the great outdoors or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are other things that I need to do to take care of myself.
2: I've seen what your great outdoors look like, and I don't blame you at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your great outdoors is
2: better than my great outdoors. Up, but yeah, no, but I'm with you on that. That's been one of the things. Yeah, I've started hiking, going outside and, and going and being out in nature and just being quiet and alone. And, and now that I quit smoking, I can actually smell things. It's really cool. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, Hooray! Like, I was kind of in a bog the other day, so I don't know how great that was, but it's just that being outside <laughs> away from technology. I'm I'm with you on that. I haven't gotten completely crunchy, but I am turning into that kind of hiker-ish walking person that I never yeah. thought. It's very it strange. Good. But I'm, I'm digging, I'm digging it. It's cool.
0: Back when I was drinking, the worst sound in the world, well, after taking some acid and, uh, you know, it's <laughs> like you notice that the light is getting a little light outside the window and then you start hearing those mm. damn birds singing. Oh and the crackbirds. Oh horrible. the crackbirds. Oh my god. Yeah, the crack birds.
3: <laughs> now you're the, the yeah, up too late. When you hear the crackbirds, you're up too late. <laughs> the, oh my God, go it's
1: so true. Oh, I haven't thought about that <laughs> in forever. Don, it does not surprise me one bit that you dropped acid. Not one bit.
2: Oh God! I only imagine like he did drop.
1: Maybe just a touch. Very much so.
2: Don's
3: like, you, Don's like these Christmas lights are marvelous. Everyone's like, there's no Christmas lights. <laughs> <up.">
0: <laughs> we don't oh my God!
2: Yet, Don. I love the way things.
3: the
0: Christmas lights are flashing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, flashing! They're you behind you. <laughs> like there is no bird.
0: Okay, yeah. let's go. Let's go over our list. Don't take it all so seriously. Stay connected. Schedule time. Go into a meeting. That I'm going to show up and be at a meeting. Schedule time to be with friends, whether through Zoom or get in together. Go for a walk. Drop all expectations. And walking
1: in nature. That's a pretty good list.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. It is a good list, um, and I think check it that, twice. Uh, there's, you know, th- there is the other thing that uh, I can't believe that I'm the one who's going to say this, um, and that is prayer. Here's the atheist wow. saying, "Pray." Um, you know, wow, when, when you get heart. in that, when I get in that, <laughs> keep coming back. Um, when I get into that that spot, I mean, there is is no reason for me not to send up a prayer, send out a prayer, send down a prayer, whatever you want to call it. It it does work.
0: It's yeah, that I can't control my mind. I like the idea of God as good orderly direction and mm-hmm. asking for help, direct my thinking. I've used that prayer so many times mm-hmm. to help me get through
1: a situation just to get over this hump. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's one more thing I want to throw out there, and it applies so perfectly well to this particular holiday the season with with, with the, the pandemic and everything and and you touched on it earlier don when you were talking about you know have a car be ready you know, have your escape plan so to speak mm-hmm. um, that goes doubly for me uh with covid times too just mm-hmm. yesterday a a small group of friends and i were uh going to go to an outdoor car show that um my plan on doing that was once we met at the gate or near the event to 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 go Um, was when I was going to assess it because I was perfectly willing not to go based Mm -hmm. on how safe I felt regarding COVID. Um, So I've got my plans. Not only uh, am I 100% willing to not enter or to leave any situation that is dangerous to my sobriety, I'm also in that same place about my health right now with, with the COVID exposures and things like that. So that, that willingness to leave that willingness, you know, don't take everything so seriously. You were saying, don't be so rigid in your plans, be willing to change them.
0: There's a line, there's some line about make plans, but let go of outcome. Some pithy little line like that, but that's what it's like to hold myself in a position where I can make plans, but I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Don't you know, let the,
2: your serenity get tied up in the outcome.
0: Yeah. I like that too. I've just got to wear this life like a gossamer gown, except I wouldn't wear a gossamer gown.
1: I don't know. I think you might have.
0: Probably have when Heather's- you were
1: dropping acid. <laughs> <laughs> gossamer.
2: What's a gossamer? Oh, it's
1: light and airy.
2: It's oh. a, a very
1: thin fabric.
2: Is it like a gossamer? Would Blanche have worn one?
1: blanche oh, yeah. would totally have worn one and when she walked it would have billowed behind her
2: so she, okay, had, gossamer, she had many billowings she gossamer
3: gown is on my christmas list for anyone you know out shopping
1: for me. <laughs> oh girl i know you already got gossamer caftans
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right
0: thanks everybody
1: y'all i am so glad that we got to pull this together and um Uh, I hope that your holidays are not the dumpster fire that 2020 is. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not throw any more logs on that fire.
0: Oh, girl, we're burning gasoline
1: (laughs) and and such on
0: that fire. (laughs) What a nice warm fire. Maybe we can get together and sing.
1: (laughs) And now is when we should all join in together.
0: Like, fuck
1: this.
2: (laughs) And that's that's where
1: we end the show. Thanks for joining us. The Boiled Owl podcast is posted on the 1st and 15th of every month. And occasionally we throw out a special. Uh, If you'd like to contribute to help with expenses, information on that is at the bottom of our website. Visit us at boiledowlaa.org or email giveahoot at boiledowlaa.org. If you want to know more about AA, Google Alcoholics Anonymous in your city or visit aa.org. Please note Boiled Al AA is produced by members of Alcoholics Anonymous and only expresses our experience and opinions, and we have lots of them. It is not endorsed by AA World Services.